But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Hold on, get my phone. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode and installment of the Chop Sports Show, coming to you live from the Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. Sturch, Gooch, nobody else grassrooting this song, bitch, today. Uh, Rasslin' Rob is off today because he's a 25-year-old child and he needs off for his birthday. No, I'm kidding. Late night for Rob. And you know what? The rest of the world, I feel like, is off today. Except us. Uh, in fact, I think last year this time, we did a show from our house. I think it was one of those, like, we'll just do it remote. Like, it's just one of those, like, you go here, I'll go here, we'll go from the house. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I was actually on, on the way in today. I was like, I'm wondering why we didn't figure this out and just, like, figure out a different way to do today. But here we are. Here we are. We had to do Mojo, right? I'm the Mojo Market Report. Because I got some good things to talk about. Oh, there's plenty, plenty to get into today. Um, as we get into uh, week number 16 of the NFL, there was a lot going on with that. Uh, big weekend for fantasy football. Big weekend for, I guess it's really it. I mean, I didn't see much going on as far as, um, uh, you know, any other sport. I mean, obviously, we can't really talk. Well, we can bring it up, but. Bonner, uh, Stephen yeah, Bonner, Bonner passed away. passing that away sucks. from UFC. That's a, um, that's a terrible blow for the world of mixed martial arts and the MMA community. That that's a that's a hurt one. And, the, and just based off of what you explained to me today, yeah, like Stephen Bonner situation was like there was a lot of cryptic messages going out leading up to the the ultimate situation that came about. But yeah, that's a shitty situation. Stephen Bonner was the pioneer. Obviously, everyone remembers his fight against Forrest Griffin. Oh, yeah. the tough one finale, kind of set the, the UFC on the trajectory that it's on today. So. Yeah. R.I.P. Stephen Bonner. Yeah, that's um, a complicated one to talk about. What's tough that? segue here. Uh-oh. What well, not really like a tough segue, but I always Yeah, find you can it, never go out of death into know, something. I'm like, by the way, sports. You know what I mean? Carlos Correa. <laughs> oh. Is that happening again? I think it might be. So, I don't know. I, I have, to, to be honest, I don't know enough about it. You but, said it because you said you've owned him in Dynasty since he was like but 12. But it's not even his back. It's his leg. It's oh, his knee. So there's something else. There's a surgery that took place years ago that they're not so sure about. I think it's just the back end of this deal is really hard for, for teams to get behind. Hmm. It's a little weird because the Mets were so ready to jump in and sign him to a big deal after hearing that the Giants didn't really like the physical, and it's kind of the same same story back and forth. Apparently, they might still be able to work it out, or they're going to still be able to work it out, and, I mean, nothing is signed yet. I, I also heard rumblings that the Padres might – Step in and be the next Padres. Team. Yeah, they they need a shortstop oh, really bad. Jesus Christ! Why they got thirteen of them? Tatis, no, and Bogarts and Machado and the Bogarts and, didn't sign there. Did he? Yeah, he did. He did. <gasps> Slam Diago, right? holy Cron shit! Cronenworth eligible at shortstop last year. They got and, a lot and of Hyung, bats, bro. Whatever the Sung Jung guy. Yeah, the shortstop. Kim. I think it was Kim. Last name Kim. Nah, I could be wrong. Doing me like that, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, I owned him in our fantasy baseball league for a little while. So that that's how I know that. Um, anyway, check in the chat real quick. Merry's Christmas to Sam. We had ourselves a nice little gathering on Thursday night. Nothing extravagant, but we saw some of the, the usual suspects that came out. We appreciate everybody that came out to the party on uh on Thursday night. Sam was there. Um he met Rasslin Rob, who again we already met uh, aforementioned Rasslin Rob is his birthday today, so what better way to take off on your birthday and leave us hanging dry? You know, no big deal. I'm kidding. Um, but, uh, yeah, so celebrating over 90 years of five-star, high-quality customer service, Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru right there in Avenel, New Jersey, is my go-to spot for all of my new and used vehicles. I myself decided to upgrade, and I went from a Chevy Equinox all the way up to a Chevy Blazer Rally Sport. It's not your average Blazer. This thing hauls ass. If I get that itch to go big, I'm going big with Richard Lucas Chevrolet, and I'm going to go with the 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500. It's got the all-star four-wheel drive package with a 2.7-liter engine. Check out their entire inventory online at richardlucaschevy.com or give them a call at 800-717-6944 and tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. Speaking on personal experience, the house buying and house selling process is a bitch. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But you know who made it fun? You know who turned all this around, took all the stress out of the process? It's Curtis Counts of EXP Realty. 
Whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some, some of us folks are still using Hotmail. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Nice little outing on Thursday. That was cool. We did watch the New York football Jets, and you can bring them up first because, boy, oh, boy, what in the God's hell is going on around here? Like, look, everybody kind of— hell. What in God's hell? Yeah, it's, mm. God owns hell as well. I mean, I'm not getting into that conversation with you because I probably am wrong in that regard. What in devil's hell? (laughs) What in Sam hell is going on around here? Look, the Jets went back to Zach Wilson by default. They had to, right? I mean, uh, Mike White wasn't cleared. Let's go back to Sam. uh, I mean, uh, yep, Zach Wilson. And it just seemed like from Rip, it wasn't his night. The weather was shit. Fine, but like overall, like you're going against Trevor, who again, if you're if you're harping on this defense to be the the catalyst to any kind of success going forward, you have to feel kind of crappy once again. I mean, like they kind of went up and down the field a couple times, and like yeah, I mean, the excitement that went over the Jets fans when when I don't even know the guy's name, the third look, stringer came. Look, in. at the end of the Bam. day, at the end of the day, if you're only giving up 19 points in this league on today's NFL, you're not all bad, mm. right? 19 points isn't terrible. The weather sucked, so maybe considering what we expected out of it, out of both teams in this one to be like a kind of sloppy mess and no one's really going to do much, the Jaguars moved the ball well in the elements, and you got to tip your hat. Trevor Lawrence is that dude. The Jets' defense, I wouldn't say that they're it's all lost, but it's, no, hard. it's no. really hard when you have Zach Wilson behind center because he just isn't able to do anything. Every time he gets taken out, it doesn't matter who they put in, there's a little bit of life injected into the Jets' It's I crazy. Mean, when I say a little bit, I only mean three points. After, like after that game, there was there was guy. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick was saying that we've seen the last of Zach Wilson as a Jet, and I'm thinking to myself, you cannot possibly like the rest of this it could year. Be. I mean, well, the rest of this year is is a gamble. Let's go with Mike White when he's healthy. Sure, let's see what happens. But you can't go into like look, training camp next year and be like Mike White. Well, here's the he's thing: the they guy. don't necessarily like, have to what? go in with Mike White, but there's some availability with some uh, quarterbacks that are going to be, you know, the Jimmy G's. I wouldn't say Brady, but. Maybe. You never know. But here's the problem with the Zach Wilson situation. It's because there's people's jobs are on the line. So it's a Joe Douglas. It's, you know, if if they turn the page on Zach Wilson, you know, that's an admitted failure. But at the same time, if you don't and you go down, you're going down with them. So if Robert Sala, um, Joe Douglas, they have a decision to make. If they say, you know, Zach's the guy. Well, if he's not, you're fired. 100%. Yeah. You might still get fired if you don't fix it by next season and put somebody in place because I think they've done a decent job of building the rest of the roster. Sure. But I think there's two things. One, it's becoming apparent that Zach Wilson isn't the guy, and it's becoming maybe even a little apparent that Robert Sala is not the guy. I know that it's been a tough thing with the quarterback, but, you know, these are the people that they put in charge to make this thing work, and it's not working they're not dead yet, though. So not dead yet welcome, because of a Jets. couple of things that actually fell their way. One being the Packers beating the Dolphins. So there's a lot of stuff going on uh, with the Jets, and right now technically still alive. Uh, but when it comes to the Jaguars, all of a sudden, bro, first place in the AFC South. I mean, we'll get into the rest of the games, but like, holy shit, like that's that's a thing. Oh, Danny DeJesus, Bird Gang. Good morning, everybody. I got a tip we'll your hat that. for Danny. You know, joining with us, joining us today. On he joins the, us every week on the heels of. But you know, there's it could be he very. Every week. It could be very easy that he doesn't join us on a Monday. He's one after, of those. He's after, one of those. The game didn't mean nothing. Like well, the game meant nothing. Well, um, I'm like, all right. Cool. I mean, well, we'll talk about it. But if you're an Eagles fan, you whew. you know what the game meant, but also you could make that game have meant nothing, and we'll we'll see how that plays out. But the Saints are trash. So. Jimmy Palumbo getting involved here. Happy duo. He said, you guys have Christmas gift weekend. You both got some nice gift. No, 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 no. We earned ours. He earned his. Shut up, Jimmy. Merry Christmas. Hey, I'm thankful. I'm not. 
shit, bro. You want to say gifts in terms of the refs? I don't know about that. Wins from other teams. Sure, and like that. sure, 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 that, sure. But sure. I think the Packers played really good football. In the anyway, Jaguars got themselves a good situation to be in. It all comes down to week 18. So we'll get into that, obviously, later on in the week. But, um, yeah, interesting. So flip side of that, New York coin. Uh, the New York Giants couldn't get the job done against the Minnesota Vikings. They lose 27. That's the score? Yes, walk-off field goal. I don't know. No, it Honestly. was. It was. It was. I'm, I'm thinking, like. Because it felt like they were getting beat handedly early. Um, but, again, resilient. Daniel Jones, like, those guys, they're all right. But when a push came to shove, Minnesota does it again. Another walk-off win for them. They put themselves in, in position to kind of, I can't even say wrap up the second seed because they haven't. Because I believe they're up a game on the San Francisco 49ers. And then Minnesota's got themselves a date with your boys next week. So, that ain't wrapped up by any stretch. But what is could have been wrapped up with the Giants' win could have wrapped up a playoff berth, but they could not do it. So now, one more week. It's the Colts coming in, so therefore, yes, you should probably get that one. Uh, I believe that game's in Giants Stadium because then the following, the finale is against the Eagles in Philly. Um, so I, I'm assuming the Giants will kind of get in with their ninth win, which again, starting off with like six wins quick and ending the year with nine, I don't know how you can feel confident. I know it's a rebuild and they're not supposed to be here and blah, 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 but guess what? When the Yankees made it to the World Series in Game 7, that was also supposed to be a rebuild. I don't know if anybody realizes that. Like, we just strung together a, a hot run, and we got to the World Series. And when you lose, or it got to the ALCS Game 7, but when you lose, like, sorry, wow. when you lose, it, it feels like you just failed, right? So if the Giants get in, personally, I think they match up well against the, uh, the 49ers. I don't know why. I just got this irky feeling that they can go to the west coast and kind of steal that one i don't know but wishful thinking it is probably wishful thinking because i don't want anything to do with san fran somehow they're fucking winning games with brock purdy i just again blows my mind <laughs> but it, again it's happening and that's that but the giants not able to secure their playoff spot yet they'll have to wait another week um nothing to be alarmed about i don't think as far as both of these teams but again i i said the giants can go in there and put up some yards because the vikings are just uh, their defense is bad, bro. Their defense is bad. That's why I figure whoever they play, the Vikings, whether it be if they get to the two and they land in the two and it's all of a sudden the Packers, like give me Rodgers every day in Minnesota right now in a controlled well, the, environment. The, the get issue, the fuck out of here. There is potential. We would need the 49ers to lose again to play Minnesota in the first round because if we win next week and the 49ers win out, then they take the two seed and we end up playing San Fran, which is a fucking nightmare, which really I'll take any playoff game at this point. And why not go in with... Really, no, no real chance. To be there. No, not yeah. supposed to be there, and potentially get the shit beat out of you by the 49ers again, or um, or you exercise that. Jimmy brings up work. a good point. Uh, well, not a good point, I just mean, a talking point. Hear about it. Uh, no, it's it's. He Daniel says the Jones, Giants I, have to sign Daniel Jones. I agree. Yeah, you think yeah. he's the guy, no matter what. I think he's their guy. I don't know if he's the guy, but he's definitely their guy, and he's proven it this year. Down the stretch, Daniel Jones plays well in the fourth quarter, and he plays good when the game is on the line. Yeah. You want to see him. Do a little bit more and throw in the football, but at the same time, the receivers just don't exist in New York right now. So you got to give a little bit of a pass in terms of the passing stats because who the fuck is he throwing to? Nobody, right? Correct. Jimmy Palumbo could play receiver and he's going to make, I will hear that exact. Him and his brother could have lined up at flanker and split end. Somebody say, just drove off the and road. They even use those like <laughs> 80s receiver spots, like flanker and split end. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Giants fall to the Vikings 27 24. Shout out to Greg Joseph with the 61 yard game winner. Um, all right, moving on. What do we got, Gooch? What's I don't next? Know. Give me a second. Here oh, we sorry. Go. Eagles and the Here he goes. <laughs> I swear Dave caught a pass from Jones. There it is, right there. I don't know if it was simultaneous, but it's there. Um, all right, so back to Christmas Eve. We'll rewind a little bit. The Dallas Cowboys defeated the Philadelphia Eagles 40 to 34. A 40 burger put on a very good defense. And, you know, the Cowboys caught some breaks with some early injuries with the Eagles going into this one. Obviously, Jalen Hurts being the biggest one. Uh, but Gardner Minshew was dicing them up, and it was very scary at first. I'm like, is this actually happening right now? And I was like, you know what? This is the most Cowboys thing that could possibly happen to this team is for Uncle Rico to go out there and win a ball game in Texas, win the division, all that shit, all in Dallas. Um, but to no avail. Uh, the Cowboys take care of business. I think that, I mean... One, we had this conversation on the Mojo Market Report today. If you want to go check that out, you can on their Mojo channel. Third and 30. And that's what it, yeah. So he just came in, Danny DeJesus. Third and 30. Basically, Dak went back to pass and said, 
you know that meme, like, fuck it. T.Y.'s got to be down there somewhere. And he put that ball up forever, it seemed like. That ball fell into the grasp of T.Y. Hilton making his very first catch as a Cowboy, which, again, is the biggest catch and the biggest moment of this season, I think, um, as far as, like, clutch moments are concerned. But the age-old debate, and Jimmy said this a bunch of times, and I know people say this a lot, it is a week-to-week league, right? And you, sometimes the teams look great, and sometimes the quarterback looks great. Sometimes the quarterback looks like junk. Early on in that game, Gooch, Dak Prescott throws a pick six, and I just watched the press conference earlier before. He says, like, you know, he's chasing that guy down. He's like, here we go again. You know what I mean? Like, he feels like the wheels could come off. But a testament to Dak, man, he went back out there and just played the game of his life. I mean, the guy literally couldn't be stopped the rest of the way. He was dicing up the, the Philadelphia secondary. Maddox being out again, big time. But I don't know, man. I, I look at this Cowboys team. It's such a Jekyll and Hyde bullshit. But then again, I, I, I said it to my dad on Christmas Eve. I said, we're like, oh, you know, week to week. We don't know what we got as a Cowboy team. It's this, it's that, it's this, it's that. They're 11 and four. So that has no, to, they're a good team. That has to yeah. show you that they're okay. I don't think that there's anybody out there that doesn't think the Cowboys are a contender, right? They're, they're on a short list of teams that I think have a legitimate chance this year. That said, I, I still don't think that this puts them as the NFC favorites. I think it, they're entrenched, but, you know, there's a little bit to be said about the Jalen Hurts situation, obviously. you got to admit that the MVP, potential MVP of the league not being there does hurt Philly's chances. But at the end of the day, Dallas did drop uh, 40 points. So yeah. that's a good defense they did that against. And Philadelphia being the offense that they are, and I know Micah Parsons went on record, is it Hurts or is it the team? Outside the pick six, they only scored 27 points, which, again, in the NFL should get you done, but you got to be able to stop somebody, and they did not. Um, it, again, like Mahomes... Allen, Burrow, those are guys that are just Joe Cools, all of them. Joe Burrow being one of them, right? And then you look around the league and you're like, all right, who else? Hurts, right? Yeah, you know what? Hurts is, is definitely a good, good quarterback. He might even be elite. Herbert, Stephanie still can lace him in there. But, man, I no longer, and this is no disrespect to Rodgers, but there's no longer a debate anymore, I don't think. Dak is better than Rodgers currently right now. Right now, he's currently better than Rodgers. He's currently better than Brady right now. I mean, that's not a, it's not a debate. I I, it's not a debate. And, I mean, and it's like Brady is playing really bad, but I just am not. You're you're going to see. I, I know that it won't come out of you, but if I no put a ball out there, you're, there's no I don't think debate. there's much of a debate. There's been a lot of times that Rodgers has looked older, and we'll get into Rodgers next. But I'm saying like, but again, there's times that he's still fucking putting heat on the ball, and he looks like Aaron Rodgers. But I'm saying. Overall, these guys that you you thought were sure better than Dak Prescott, like the Russell Wilsons of the world, well, there no, was once upon no, a time no. people just, there's no way Russ is as good or Russ is not as uh, good as Dak. And then like just, I just feel like Dak has moved himself up based off his moxie, based off the confidence and the ice in his veins that he has. Dak Prescott, I would put in there over a lot more quarterbacks than I normally would have. I'm not going to do it. I, I already kind of did it on the Mojo Market. I said Dak Prescott moved from top 10 to top 5 over the weekend. and I, but it, I don't think it's doable I, you know what it is five spots in a weekend. In no, 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 no. I'm saying like in like the conversation. The body of work in the conversation because like I don't look at Lamar as a top 5 quarterback. I just don't. Right? And then Justin Herbert, at the end of the year, yeah, he's come on. He's looked like Justin Herbert is supposed to look. But for half of the season, I'm just like, where, where is this kid? You know what I mean? Like what's going on here? Dak Prescott has come back after injury, and he has absolutely shredded defenses, shredded them. And now Philadelphia being the best one that he shredded, the conversation's up. I mean, I'm 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 not going to sit here and like die on a hill. I'm just going to say the kid can win some bo- so uh, football games. I have one good. I have a good question, and this is going to. I mean, it's a shitty question for you to answer, but I, I think it does make. You're going to give me like an or thing, like this guy well, or that guy. Well, no, no, no. I'm going to say if. Micah Parsons was on the Eagles, and he was being interviewed, and he was like, is it Dak or is it the team? It could very well be said the same way he said about Jalen Hurts, about Dak. No. Like, the same point rings true in both regards. Like I Jalen, don't know, because we saw what the Cowboys did with Cooper Rush. Yeah, they won. Right. So, like, so I'm not going to put it all on Dak's shoulders to be well, that's my, I the end-all, be-all. Well, I think that's that's the point that lends more to the point where it's like the Cowboys have a really good, they're a complete football team. They do it on both sides of the ball. And you could just make the case that, you know, the Cowboys are elevating Dak's play a little bit. If Micah Parsons is making that case about Jalen Hurts, you could certainly, Micah would probably make that case about Dak. Sure. Right. Sure. But... But yeah. that's the NFL. You could say Joe Burrow. Well, Joe Burrow is a top five. Well, he's got T. Higgins and fucking Jamar Chase. 
should be. And Joe Mixon and you know? a resurging so, uh, offensive yeah, I mean, line and a good young head coach. I understand. There's a lot of factors that are linked to it. I the point you're making. Dak's playing incredible down the stretch this year. You can't take anything away from him. He's just not better than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Whatever. That's fine. Yeah. But you know what it is, though? I will say this. Credit to those. I just want to, real quick, sidebar. Credit to those who have actually, like, and I'm not. this is not a discredit to you at all because I know you didn't have the same path as me getting to where you're at now because it's just a different world. But, like, you put your time in. You get the journalism jobs. You get the writing jobs. You get the, the, the platforms. You get the chance to speak. You grind your way through the top. And I'm not saying this is the top by any stretch, but I've earned my shot to talk shit about the Dallas Cowboys. But guys like LaShawn McCoy, <laughs> like, please, for the love of God, just get off the air. Because it's so dumb and irrelevant for you to go on there and speak poorly of Dak Prescott right now because it makes you look uneducated. What, and, what network was he doing it on? Ah, uh, yes, FS1. Well, I mean, he's... They have him on there specifically to do that. But I mean, imagine, but imagine being that like ignorant, like well, that. It's like, that's the word I'm looking for. Like, he's yo, ignorant yo, to the yo, fact that like, he's yo, actually a good quarterback. Eagle, you're a former Eagle. That's your ride or die with the Eagles. Yo, it's Cowboys week. You're saying some shit this week. Here's what you say about Dak, and then he's. Going, I hope he okay, shows up to work 100%. today. Percent. He will. Saying. He will. Eh, um, sorry. Uh, good morning to Janine, coming from Absolute Eyewear, by the way. Big time sponsors heading into the new year, and since they're like the OGs. So go check out Absolute Eyewear right next to the train station, right there in Woodbridge, across from Woodbridge Brewing Company. Which, by the way, uh, 3rd of July will be there on uh, Friday night with an acoustic set. Um, Trevor, better than Dak. That's one of the guys that I had written down on my on my thing that's saying, like, Trevor Lawrence has come on and looks like the number one overall pick that he should look like, right? So it's like, yes, at the end of the day, would I pick Trevor Lawrence over Dak Prescott right now to lead my team? No. But would I see, you know, Trevor has four years of youth and experience to catch up to Dak, then maybe he will be better eventually. But I don't think I don't think that right now. It could happen. Absolutely could happen. All right, moving on to the Green Bay Packers who all of a sudden, out of nowhere, left field even, you got yourself a uh, a playoff opportunity here, man. You got yourself uh, a month ago. We were sitting there like, well, you know, is it Jordan Love time? Do we just let like let Rogers ride off into the sunset on the bench? Like maybe this is a thing. And you're old enough yeah. to remember those days. I, yeah, was <laughs> that was a great story. By the way, so look, the Packers are alive. They're saying there's a thirty percent chance. Thirty three. I'm, I'm saying it's a little bit higher than that, based on the fact that we're going to beat the piss out of Minnesota this coming weekend. Don't blow that. And really, it just comes down to are the commanders going to lose and the the playoff play-in, whatever you want to call it, game against Detroit to end the season, I, I like our chances. Green Bay has opened up as their favorites in the next week's game. We could talk about what just went down, all we want. I'm focusing on the future here, right? You got you to no, like, I get it. We're going to bring it a little down. Bit, there's a little bit more of an alarming situation half, on the other side. The second side. half, the Green Bay Packers played really well on defense. I know that they had a couple, you could say, gifts in terms of interceptions were, were basically thrown right into their hands. But schemes make these things happen, and pressure in on the quarterback, look, Jalen Hurts, or not Jalen Hurts, Tua couldn't deal with the elements. It was a little bit shitty. Green Bay brought the elements with him to, to Miami. It was like 40 degrees and snowing. Did you see the snow? In Florida? There? Yeah, Florida, in the tailgate, there was snow in Miami. That. You sure it wasn't like a visual effect? No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was like the NFL network. I mean, maybe they were fucking around. But, <laughs> yeah, no, there was snow in Miami yesterday. And, uh, look, the Jair interview says it all. That was the, funny. The Tyreek pick was probably a gift. It, it landed right in his arms, and that definitely changed the game a lot. But they gave up 20 points in the first half and didn't allow another point in the second. They gave up a chunk, a bunch of chunk rushing yards in the first half. They shut that down in the second. I still think they should fire their defensive coordinator at the end of the season, but I'm happy to be where we're at, so, all things considered. So flip side of the coin, Packers obviously have a chance, right? They have a chance to get into the playoffs. Are we – Totally sold on Tua right now. Like, I mean, this is a couple weeks in a row where I mean, like, one well, the elements in Buffalo, fine, give him a pass. No, whatever. but he played really well in Buffalo. But the Packers, I mean, but the Packers defense has not, historically not, or this year has not been that great. Look, so it's just like you couldn't. I mean, yes, you did you connect with an eighty-five yard catch and run? Sure. I think, is your stats probably padded because of that? Yes. I mean, the three like, picks were the were picks really are bad, bad, very um, bad. No, I mean, like, I feel like Tua has done enough as to where we could say. You know, there's some guys in this league that have done far less than he has that are still getting opportunities, I think. And yeah. I think to a you gotta everyone wants to anoint McDaniels as this, you know, he's the next coming. And he is a really good coach, but I think he's making some mistakes as well with the play calling and things like that. Like I'm like questioning, what are you doing on on you have running game, you have uh the, the offensive line moves moves the pile. 
Run the football on third and short more. They're throwing the ball deep almost every single third. It's like you're you got to put him in a better position. And realistically, he had six completions and it was like 190 yards in the first quarter. That's a lot of catch and run stuff. I mean, they were throwing the ball deep every single time. It was like that's not gonna that's you can't keep doing that all game. They weren't really hitting on the intermediate stuff. I guess that's a testament to the way that Green Bay made the adjustments. But at the end of the day, Tua did play like shit. I wouldn't write him off just yet. Dolphins, I believe, are the seventh. You think they get in? You think they write the wrongs enough to stay in? Because there's a couple teams that are behind them by about a game and a half, two I games. Think, yeah, because there's no one really that I, I, I worry about. Patriots, Jets. Yeah, they're going to lose two. Okay. Do so, they play? Do any of them play each other? I'm not sure, but I mean, if, if if the Dolphins got to come up north and play, it could be a problem. Yeah. Uh, just looking ahead here, week number we'll just get to the seventeen. Yeah, you can Bucks and the Cardinals. Last night's fucking banger. Boring. Holy Tom shit. Tom Brady manages to keep his playoff hopes alive and probably you know solidify them. Dude, first of all, all they got to do is win one. Are the Bucks the most annoying team in the NFL right now? The most annoying. They don't have to show up for four quarters. They really don't. They have to show up at that last time when Trace McSorley turns the ball over. Well, the defense like, is definitely showing up for three quarters. I mean, yeah, 16 points, sure, that is. But so, testament to the Cardinals then. Like, I don't think the Bucks are a good offensive team. They're just not, and it's so weird. Like, anybody with a friggin' two eyes can watch Brady just short-arm throw guys, and, like, you got talent around you. Mike Evans, to me, still one of a, the biggest dogs in the league. Same thing with Godwin, and you're making this tight end out of nowhere. You got two really good, capable backs. How come they can't move the ball against the Cardinals? This game shouldn't have been close. I don't think. Their offensive line's a complete mess, so I will say that. Well, now they are even more. They lost Tom Brady's got happy feet in the pocket right now. He's he's missing on three-yard outs for three quarters, and then he kind of fixes it in the fourth, as always. So. Yeah, I mean— it's just yeah. again the Patriots. I mean the Bucks. You never know if they sneak in. They could be dangerous. I mean all signs are pointing to a Dallas Bucks first game. So I mean, I, I would say I'll go on record now and say this: if Dallas plays, you know, Tampa Bay in Tampa, and Tom Brady beats them with this shit team that they got, it'll be the worst loss in Dallas Cowboys playoff history. 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 I'm not talking about the, the catch, no catch. Like we were in that game, we could have won, right? Tough, if they lose to that. this dog shit, boring, vanilla team, it'll be the the worst playoff loss I've ever seen. Yeah, it would be bad. I got really. I don't really have much thoughts on this game. It was Trace McSorley. We think that um, the coach over there, Kingsbury's done. So it's only a matter of time. We're he looked like him, he was sleeping. We're gonna get a new regime. The quarterback is hurt, so we could just put the Cardinals on fucking ice for the next. Eight to ten months. We don't even need to care about them for a while. I'm very curious to know what they do with quarterback, considering Murray's not going to be ready until October. Well, so you gonna, ride Colt McCoy or some shit like that. Like they're going to. I mean, maybe. I what, what's the difference? They don't really have much. To, who's going to be the head coach? I don't know. That's that's what I want to see. There's first. guys that are are are, are like jockeying for because head coaching be, jobs. D coordinator out in but San I think Francisco. Once you, once you bring like, in the head coach, you'll get a better understanding as to who they might go in terms of quarterback. If they bring in a guy that's worked with one of these available guys, if let's just say Jimmy G, a Jimmy G, someone who's worked with him becomes the, the head coach over there, the yeah. defensive coordinator for the Niners. They probably know each other, but I don't think they've worked together because one's a DC. I mean, they're both on the field at the same time yeah, in practice. I mean, like, I could see it, but. Here's the thing. If D'Amico Ryans brings over a staffer or guys that have worked with Jimmy G before, then it makes more sense. Did you hear about this uh, rumor that Sean Payton is, is, is starting to build a staff right now? Vic Fangio being one of the guys on the defensive side of the ball. That's yeah. a, that's a yeah, and interesting interesting thing. It's, if Dallas gets bounced in the first round, guess what? <laughs> Payton and Fangio are in Dallas next year. You're and, already and, hearing Jets, Rumblings. You're hearing any team that needs a head coach. Outside yeah. of the Broncos, probably, because Fangio was fired from there. So if he's a part of the staff, I would imagine that rules out Sean Payton. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, so the That's Bucks. Imagine that. What? Like you fire a head coach, but then, like, he, he gets f picked up by another head coach to be his D.C. Fangio then, was out in Arizona? No, he was out in Denver. So imagine, like, I'm saying, like, any team that needs a head oh, coach. Oh, hack it goes. You're going to okay. hear Sean Payton rumors. I spaced out for a second, but all right, but I got Fangio you. Fangio is supposedly a DC that, that Sean Payton's put together yeah. for his staff. He was fired. Well, I mean, don't you think if Sean Payton came out of nowhere, I'm like, look, man, he ain't a head coach. He's my D coordinator. He's a damn good one. It's like, well, I know, what are the Denver going to say? Is there precedent there? I no. don't think there is. I don't think so either. All right. What next. do we got next? All right. Cincinnati further entrenches their spot um, <laughs> within the playoff push. Right now, they are uh, in first place. In the AFC North, 
Uh, they've already clinched a spot, and so have the Ravens, as a matter of fact. So both teams are in. The Bengals are up a game, 11-4, 10-5. So now this game in particular kind of puts the Patriots on that whole, we're done, goodbye. But the main thing here to take away from is Mac Jones is a bitch made. Like, yeah. are you kidding, bro? Like, this isn't the first time. It won't be the last. The dude, all he does is complain, cry, and whine, right? And then all of a sudden, every time he doesn't get his way, he's like a spoiled, like, teenage schoolgirl. And he's, like, kicking people and tripping people. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, you're in the wrong sport. Someone's going to eat your lunch one day, and you're just going to be like, I don't know what I did wrong yeah, here. Yeah, I watched, like, a little clip that was made. By Dove Kleeman, right? Of him being a complete scumbag. Yeah, I saw it. He's a... Just a um, bum. I don't mind a sore loser, and I actually like a sore loser in some respects, but this guy's just a bitch. And it's not that he's a bitch. He's like a scumbag. He's a piece of <laughs> shit about it. He's like a dirty player. Be a hard, hard-nosed player. You know, fight, complain to your teammates, tell your coach off, I don't even care about any of that shit. I'm down. Fine. Show that you want to win. But when you start, like, taking out people's legs because you threw a pick— or you yeah, got you're, sacked you're, and you grab somebody's ankle you're and running the, you're, you're and there's like real film out you're throwing shit. a bitch it's like, fit. Bro, you're gonna get knocked the fuck out seriously somebody's gonna cover like I feel bad Who are the not fine or nothing come, that's come what I'm on, saying bro. dude so think about it like this and again I don't ever wish for anybody to get hurt by any stretch of the imagination I definitely do but the Dolphins are coming to town next week and you don't think guys like Bradley Chubb want to just fucking clothesline this guy's head off to well, end their season officially and to completely well, knock think, the Christ I out think of this guy anybody should want to knock the Christ out of any opposing team's quarterback. If there's been precedent and Mac, and Mac Jones has done something to one of his boys or something, then there could be some retaliation. But that's what you start doing in this league. If you start playing mm. dirty, people are going to line you up and put you in the sights. <laughs> <Scoop. and laughs> I hope Mac in. Jones gets fucked up soon. Mac Jones is the Grayson Allen of the NFL. <laughs> not yeah. wrong, dude. He's a complete. That's literally who he is. But that's um, a perfect yeah, comparison. I'm not even in the comments, no yeah, it's all right. It's just a perfect right. comparison, I think. Um, but yeah, the Bengals they took care of business. They Got lucky with the cover, I'll say that, because they definitely, um, Patriots missed extra points. I mean, the, the Bengals missed an extra point, too, but the Patriots missed one at the very end of the game that that really fucked at least our cover, because the it closed at three, but we had it at three and a half, and I picked the Patriots, and it fucked My me My poor there. mother is uh, in here, you know, complaining about the Dolphins, and maybe next year, maybe next year. I'm like, ma, they're in a the playoff still, <laughs> all right? Just yeah, you're pause. Right you're still. good right now. You're still, you're the seven. You're the last but spot. But I think she you've realizes, win. I think she might realize, like, our, writing on the wall kind yeah, of Yeah, writing on yeah. the wall. Yeah. You got to hear her text throughout the game. She's worse than all me right, now. so we're going to move <laughs> past this game right. to the... Ah, yes, the win for Coach Tomlin, ladies and gentlemen. It happened. I told you guys it would happen. For Franco Harris, for Coach Tomlin, this was a great game. And if you faded the Steelers on this night, shame on you. And I'm talking right. to the sauce now. I'm going to say this. Ready? You, you don't bet against Big Ben Steelers, on his last Monday night game. You don't bet against play well. <laughs> they did nothing real good in this game. Yo, NFL um, young boy. Okay. He's he, a problem. But we knew about that <laughs> He's anyway. A problem. They still scored 13 points against arguably the worst defense in the league at home. All right? So there's that. And it was really Derek Carr that you could say. Holy hell, know, does he look bad. The, the Raiders did enough to, to dominate this game on defense, which is crazy to say because of how bad they've been. But really, the Steelers' offense is one of the worst that we've seen in years. Steelers and, have a chance, an outside chance for the playoffs. Um, yeah, I know, which is. Insanity. I mean, very, look, the Dolphins very, are holding on to that. Very, very at outside eight and seven. Chance. Ready it's for this? Not, it's very not like The Patriots, that. the Jets, the Titans, and the Steelers all sitting at seven and eight, one game back. Yeah. Insane to think about. And look, Kenny Pickett, I watched a lot of his mechanics and everything, and he just, you know, he don't he don't look that great, right? But young boy came up, stepped up for him. Well, look, Pat, Pat Fryermuth, still say, one of my favorite guys I'll in the say league. This. Kenny Pickett made plays down the stretch, and he was hitting Fryermuth on the in these weird little spots that, you know, very small margin of error on those plays, and he was getting it done. So Pickett, he has something to him, I'll say. You know, I, I like what I see, at least for a rookie quarterback, down the stretch, you know, fighting hard late in games. But, you know, three You quarters, know who wasn't happy about this? Josh quarters, Jacobs. <laughs> three and a half quarters of terrible football. And Josh Jacobs is right. He's not trying to call anyone out publicly, but he's basically saying, like, Derek Carr, you're fucking garbage, dude. <laughs> and oh I know, you know. <laughs> Pulling for Derek Carr for, oh. for my boy Joe. He's highly invested in him as a, his sports cards are concerned. But at the Shit, end of the day, sports cards. He stinks as a quarterback. Yeah, but when you have when you <laughs> yeah, have yeah, you got to keep your value. You up. Have, it's not even yeah. It's like right. when you have cards that are at, at one point thousands of dollars, and then the guy gets pretty much plays himself out of the league. That does suck. But mm -hmm. um, still, I mean, it sucks a little bit more to lose football games as a fan of the team. So maybe 
He's just going to have to trade in the card value. Sucking on all levels. Quarterback. I got a feeling that Jimmy Palumbo is hitting pause a lot. As a matter of fact, because he's just he's still talking about the Packers and the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> just like he keeps it plus coming anyway, back. Uh, bad game, Josh Jacobs. Enjoy the franchise tag, buddy. Yeah, that's happening. Got your name on it. Brock Purdy does it again. The Washington Commanders stink at football. Uh, Tyler Haneke benched for Carson Wentz. You want to talk about a slap in the face on Christmas Eve, man? Holy shit! You don't get benched for Carson Wentz. Well, you was, just he, was don't. he was he benched or was he uh, you know knocked out? I would say kind of both. The 49ers were dominating. The The commanders are looking ahead like this game is over. We have two football games to win. Do we really want to keep Heineke out there? It wasn't like he was pulled because he was injured. I know. Both guys were going to be ineffective. The offensive line gave no opportunities there. And really, the 49ers just – it wasn't even like Heineke was getting smashed. They have this crazy closing speed. At, on their defense, it's unbelievable what happens when it's like you see a guy, he's one yard away from the first down, and there's no one within five yards, and all of a sudden he gets stoned by two guys. I just can't understand what I'm looking at. That defense plays good. Heineke went 13 and for fast. 18 and got benched with two touchdowns and a pick. Carson Wentz comes in, goes 12 of 16 for 123 and a tug. So that's that game. But yeah, dude, shout out also playing on another world level is George Kittle right now, dude. He is everywhere. He's playing amazing. You know, he I, stole a touchdown from someone this week. Like <laughs> it wasn't even thrown to him and he just ran in front. <laughs> Gotta love it. And another buck 53 on the ground by the 49ers. So look, they're humming right now. They're humming. And, and they it, don't even have Debo. They don't even have Debo and he'll and be back for the playoffs. Supposedly Jimmy G's got his walking boot off, so you know this Brock Purdy experiment may come to a screeching halt. Soon. He has walking boot off already. Yeah. What? I mean, I thought he broke his foot. And <laughs> I'm just saying, what like, I feel I mean, like, yeah, that's Dunzo. No. Wow. No, the lead, so you tell me, Debo and and fucking this guy can come back? Yeah. I don't Niners know. Niners Super Bowl. They like say I said Jimmy earlier, Jimmy G's a little bit more of a long shot. Debo's definitely coming back, but. Just in case Brock Purdy does fall apart, it's not like oh, you know, no, I, which listen, is very, very likely. Brock Purdy is literally, you know, Jimmy G, just younger and not as good looking. All right, moving on. What do we got? Yep, said it. Go ahead, moving on. <laughs> I see you look at me at camera. Uh, Texans shock the world here and get their second win. They're not going to back themselves out of a first round pick or the first overall pick. They'll probably still wind up with that. Uh, but the Titans, man, it's something to be said. Now look. Short week now for the Titans. They got to roll back, go right back to Nashville, and play the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday night. With what we said about the Jaguars already, that game is set up for a Week 18 do-or-die AFC South championship game, um, just the way it all played out. But now, what do you do in Week number 17? Like, do you do you rest? Do you have Derrick Henry sit out a little bit? Like, the Dallas Cowboys aren't going to give a shit about what the rest of the NFL does because they're early, so they're going to go out and try to win a football game. The Titans, on however, have lost five straight, and they're on the downward spiral. Tannehill's all banged up. He ain't playing. Malik Willis stinks. He's not the guy. Where, where are we at with the Titans here? I mean, it's tough because the Titans don't really have starters left to rest because everybody on that team is seemingly injured at this point, except Derrick Henry. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you have a big game, must win the following week. I'm not going to beat Derrick Henry into the earth just to mean nothing. So, no, I'm not going to play Derrick Henry all that much. I'd probably let him go out there a little bit. You know, hit some people, but call it a day very shortly. I wouldn't be playing Derrick Henry. I hope it lines up where I'm playing him in a couple of leagues next week because <laughs> that would be, a you know, obviously a good spot to be in. But yeah. this game, we don't need to talk no, about it. That's, Texans yeah, can brush won. Right over. Congrats. Yay. Uh, Titans, Malik Willis. Mom mm. coming back in saying Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to Gooch and your family. Not oh, me, just you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Merry Christmas to, to all. I owe her a phone call. I've, I missed her call a couple of times yesterday. All right, so all right, C moving on. Seahawks, Chiefs. All right, so... This one was, I was like, ah, there's no way. The Chiefs they haven't covered a big number in so long, and they've been burning me, so I decided to pick against them. The Seahawks look to be dead right now. They just don't look good at all. Um, again, I, I could say this until I'm blue, but like I said the Seahawks and the Bears would be the worst teams in football, and the Seahawks got off to this awesome start, but now they find themselves in a position now where they might miss everything. So it sucks for them. Um, right now they are a half a game out of that seventh spot uh, with two games to play, and they have the Lions and the Packers breathing down their necks. So Seahawks got the win out and have and, and get some help. They, and, and help in the form of the Washington Commanders to lose a couple games. See, the I think are, if the Packers went out and the Seahawks went out, the Packers ended up end up 
passing them just by proxy. Well, they, not by proxy, probably by some kind of strength of schedule well, NFC records. Well, what and happens shit. is because the three way tie Seattle has, mm-hmm. but the two way tie between Green Bay and Seattle, Green Bay has. And when you take Detroit out, if Green Bay beats Detroit, there's no longer a three way tie. Correct. Correct. Right? My dad had to remind me that like 17 times. Like, I'm like, He's talking about the Giants. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, the Cowboys beat them twice. You know, that doesn't matter the anymore. Packers, they, the, the, die, Packers, the tie screws up everything. If the Packers win out, Seattle has no shot. Huh? If the Packers win out, Seattle has no chance. If the Packers win out, Seattle has no chance. So there has to be a strength of schedule thing. Well, right? Yeah. Because right now they have yeah, five. I wouldn't know Both teams have five, it could be, it could five be common, wins in the conference. Common opponents. Maybe. I don't know. But in any event, the Seahawks look to be kind of dead in the water, so... Going to be uh, going to be tough sledding going forward. Oof, bad game. No one cares. No one cares about this game, but the one thing that does matter in your regard are the Browns that they stink, right? They stink at football. Everybody knows that. Saints are now a game behind everybody else in the NFC South, right? But now I'm looking at the Browns, who you need to win next week against the Commanders. Do they? You know, or, or the Browns and packing it in? you need the in. Saints to win. Neither, yes. one, neither one is likely, but... Hey, I mean, the Saints nice. have a shot hey, here. Hey, nobody <laughs> thought Carolina was going to beat Detroit this week except me. Well, think about it like but this. I really just hoped. I if, didn't really the, if the Panthers win and the Saints win next week, they'll both be seven and nine, and the Panthers and the Bucks will be seven and nine. Three way tie with the Panthers with a tiebreaker going into the final week of the year, and I guarantee you they play each other. Who the the Bucks and the or the, the the Panthers and the Saints? Oh, week eighteen. No, they played twice already. So then, the, well, it ain't Tampa. But whatever. Anyway, doesn't matter. All I know is the Browns could be Atlanta packing it in, and the yeah, it could be Atlanta. Browns packing it in. The New Orleans Saints are still alive somehow, some way, just like every other weird team in this league. Um, all right, moving on. This was a big one, man. Going into this game, you, you saw that the the Detroit Lions have won all these games and put themselves in a position. Feel good story. Christmas time. Hey, playoffs coming, and then they run into the buzzsaw of the running attack. By the Panthers, these guys are still running the football right now as we speak on the air the next day. Yeah, and I like think it is bad news right now for the pan- uh, for anybody trying to stop this running game. They're Foreman and Hubbard. I've been you can very comfortable. Say it's bad news. Anybody trying to stop this running game, or you could say it's really good news if you're a team that's like w- at one point fearing possibly having to play the Lions, and you're looking at that run defense, and you're like, wow, you know, there's some. There's some reasons to think we could win that game, and I I really think that the Lions they've played well, but their defense the same thing with the Vikings their defense is both bottom five of the league right um the Vikings have been playing obviously Kirk Cousins you might want to even start mentioning him in the MVP conversation because of like the insane stats about how bad their defense is and how many games they're winning, but the Lions they have potential to win out and and make the playoffs right. Mm-hmm. If the Commanders lose a the game, they're in the exact same position that Green Bay is in. So I can't be sitting here touting how happy I am <laughs> as a Packer fan to be in the spot that I'm in, while like bashing the Lions being in the same spot. It's actually embarrassing as a Packer fan to be on the same plane as Detroit. But here we are, and I'm looking forward to hopefully playing them when it all counts. Detroit has who oh, fuck did Detroit play this week? Detroit is playing. Where is Detroit? Detroit oh, playing Chicago. Yeah, shit. But it doesn't matter. That game means nothing for me. If for Detroit them, wins, for them it matters. But we play Detroit in Week 18. That's what I'm saying. So it, it might come down to if if things can play. I'm wondering if this can it play out to a scenario where Detroit beats Chicago, they go eight and eight. You win your game, you're eight and eight, right? That Week 18 game could that be a win and in scenario if the Washington Commanders yeah, if they lose? lose? Yeah, hundred percent. That's wow. Wow. Playing, Sorry, the Lions are still alive. Playoff started. In December first, like the first week of December, the Packers. But, they, were, but, they, but like in terms of the they, way they were thinking, if they would have lost any one of those games, if they lose, they're done. No, but I'm saying like they they stumbled upon this. You know what I mean? Of like course. they won some games they were supposed hey, to win, hey. and then they're like, oh wait, hold on, like this whole season thing and being over. No, 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 hold on. You know what I mean? So all of a sudden, last two weeks of football, baby, they're stumbling upon. Can they get excited? Winning, winning is is the you know what you have to make the consistent thing of been stumbling upon other teams losing. Of course, you hey, need help. A five. First of all, you left. All right, I know you had to help your uncle and stuff. Right? Don't don't start dropping some bombs in here in the chat. Saying take a shot every time I mention the Cowboys. Um, uh, I don't drink like up. that, bro. I'll take a rip, bowl hit, or something. <laughs> All right, moving on. Off this game is I don't know. I'm fucking annihilated. What do we got here? Hmm. All right. I mean, Falcons are kind of dead to rights, but 
the uh, the Ravens are in the playoffs, and they're again, playing, I, they're not playing like a playoff team. But you, you but know. now you see next week's flex scheduling puts the Ravens and the Steelers on Sunday Night Football all of a sudden, possibly for Lamar Jackson's return. So that's why maybe they did that. Um, and the fact that the Steelers are still in the hunt, and the Ravens could either bury them or find themselves letting the Steelers. Get that and seven I mean, almost. And look, the Ravens are still playing for the division. It's not like they're that's, that's true. Out. So they're they got they're playing for a lot. Lamar, they're not gonna be they're gonna be full steam ahead. Sammy Watkins, newly signed Baltimore Raven, um, had one big play, but their receivers are so bad. Mark Andrews has been ex- non existent. So I'm I'm not buying in on the Ravens going forward at all. Just trying to see where the Bengals go. The ba- oh my God. Next Monday night. Do you know next Monday night's game? Bills. Bills and Bengals. Whoo, baby. That could be, I mean, that's, that's. Where is it? In Cincinnati. Could be, that's, that's neutral gang territory right there. All right. Speaking of the Bills, they beat the shit out of the Bears. Not much to say about this game other than the fact that, you know, once again, the, um, the, the Bills find themselves as the one seed, I think, or is it still the Steelers? I mean, it's still the, uh, no, it's the Chiefs. It's, no, it's the no, Bills. It's the Bills? Um, no. Mm, yeah, it's the Bills. Really? Bills, there's tied in record, but right now uh, the Bills have the one seed, according to this thing. So, um, yeah, so that'll be interesting. Both teams have won their respective divisions already. So now going forward, the Bills have to keep the pedal to the metal if they want the AFC playoffs to go through Orchard Park. Otherwise, they're going to Kansas City. So, oh, by the way, or if what are the what are the um, the Bengals are a game behind behind both, right? So if yeah, the Chiefs lose, if, they could still get the one seed, too. The Cincinnati Bengals can wind up with the one seed. Yeah. If they win this game and the Chiefs falter in one of the next two, very, very likely. Wow. I mean, damn. Bengals, man. They don't seem to lose anymore. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, did you see the MVP odds updated as of today? Pat Mahomes minus five hundo now. So mm-hmm. he looks yeah, to be right. kind of cruising right into the, uh, the Unless MVP. Unless he loses a game. Nah, I still oh, – who, Josh Allen? Ain't going to be Hurts. You lost your ability to play football. You can't win the MVP Joe anymore. Burrow? Can you imagine? I can't imagine. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I was like, can you imagine? I can't imagine. <laughs> there it is. All right, what do we got next? Ah, tonight we finish it off with Monday Night Football. And boys, oh boys, is there fantasy implications going down tonight with the Sturge Bros? We're in the semifinals right now. I'm up by four points. Now, keep in mind, I was up big going into tonight and, and then the Broncos played football right and then they z- almost zeroed out up four tell me your my chances on the air right now up four I have and maybe the chat can chime into for a chance to go to the championship and potentially play my father I got Austin Eckler up four Austin Eckler and Chase McLaughlin the kicker for the Colts and he's got Zach Moss yeah, no, you, it's you should a, win. I should if win by lose, all stretches, lose, but then it, it's a bad beat. It'll be a very, very, very bad beat. Bad beat. So. And I don't know. I'll have to go on at least a twenty-four to forty-eight hour, like not talking to Danny binge, and that's hard because you know we talk every day. But like, I know this is going to go back and forth. Like as soon as Deion Jackson gets out there and takes the first reps, no, he'll be like, oh, I knew Dave, it, Dave. You're I making, knew you're it. Making a mountain of a molehill. This game is over. Your matchup is over. All right, Chris, if I lose, can you pay my entry fee for the league? Absolutely not. Well, then why are you saying that? You're putting the shit into the universe. The fuck? (laughs) Me saying that should not equate to $100 of, of, uh, you know, like, I don't have those powers. Otherwise, a lot of of things would be different in this world. Trust Um, me. Mom, the Super Bowl's in Arizona. Last time it was in Arizona? Well, that was not the last time. Last time Cowboys won. Take a shot, everybody. Cowboys won the Super Bowl Bowl 30 in Arizona. Um, Scoop, I'm in the, yeah, we were just talking about you, Scoop. Damn, bro, that's crazy. They should. That means they should probably win this one, then. Right? Yeah, no, definitely. That's that's usually how it works. Holy History shit! History repeats itself. What are they? What Do you are realize they what's happening here, right? What? You know what's going to happen next year. The same thing that happened '95 into '96 last year, and last time. The Dallas you're Cowboys and I co-sign a fucking Cowboys Super Bowl this year, so Green Bay could win it next year. Is that what you're trying to do? No, no, no. Even better. Ready? For me. <laughs> oh, you're two, and then no. So. No, 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 no. You're missing oh, the Yankees? it. Yankees. Yes. So in 1995, the Cowboys went into the Super Bowl in January way, of '96. I'm not, co- I'm not co-signing your fucking. And then the Yankees team. won the World Series in in October of '96. So I could potentially have a Yankees and Cowboys championship drought end in the same year. How about that? Mom, you remember watching that game in the apartment? You told me to not yell, and you're the one who yelled when they won. Drink, everyone drink. <laughs> well, yeah, no, take a shot. Let's go. Everybody up. Take it right here. Water. Uh, right. But anyway, this game, big time. 
uh, for, again, fantasy purposes only. But the Chargers can actually clinch a playoff spot with a win, so that's a big deal. Colts. Um, I'm taking the Colts. Are you? Why not? Interesting. Uh, because of yesterday. Um, no, I'm fucking taking the Chargers. <laughs> Fuck the Colts. Mom, stop getting drunk on that. I don't even drink. Uh, so, yeah, so... Just so everybody's clear, going into tonight, Rob, the birthday boy, has has separated himself a little bit. 113 and 114. He's one game under 500. He's the leader. Gooch coming in at 111 and 116, and I'm 108 and 119. So I'm five games behind Rob right now with two weeks to play, including this game tonight. I'm going with the Chargers. They're going to win a game and clinch yeah, a division no, I'm I'm not or clinch a playoff spot. You're going to take them. I'll get Rob's pick I'm not taking later on. I was kidding. The fucking Jeff Saturday. I, I didn't say you. I all said right. we're taking the Chargers. All right, all right, all right. I knew you weren't going to take the Colts. And he's not going to take the Colts either. So I there might, will be no ground makeup, I'm assuming. I'll talk to Rob after the show and see where he goes. You're taking a Mike pick. Williams touchdown. Mike Williams touchdown? Yeah, or two. My dad is up. What's he up? He got a. He's ready for this? Talk about your stroke of luck. He gets a freaking. Greg Dulcich touchdown last night <laughs> when the game was just no bullshit. Yeah. He gets one at the I end. I could have used that to be Latavius Murray, the piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> DJ Moore <clears throat> on my bench. Thanks, Scoop. I don't think I made any. Yeah, I mean, I didn't make any bad. I, my tight end was outplayed by about three points. I put Dawson Knox on the bench and went with Waller. Instead. I made several bad plays this week, but I won. Two of those leagues that I, I was in five up. leagues or this year. I made win. the playoffs in one. You ready for this? And I realized this yesterday. If I get to the championship, I'm be, beat my brother. That'll be my third straight. I haven't won. <laughs> like I lost last year to my brother, and then the year before that, I lost to Jen Jones in the championship. Lost to her, which is ridiculous. Oh, I'm like the no Bills of the uh, of my fantasy league. Oof. No, no, Mike Williams. Oh, he must be going <laughs> against him. So shout out to Scoop, who I believe, yes, he is in the Dynasty. Cha- Wait, are you playing Scoop in Dynasty Championship? Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. You think he Yo, tells Vinny to drop somebody so he can pick him up right before I the championship to, I was, game? <laughs> and then claims that a wedding? I needed to win out, and I played. I was playing the one, the two, and the three seed. There were the three, two, and the one, back to back to back to get in the playoffs. I what a journey. Dominant. <laughs> what a journey. Then I knocked off the three seed in the first round. The bigger the bigger knockoff, I'm sorry, is Scoop knocking down Rube off yeah, his pedestal. And then I knocked down Vinny, though, who was the one seed all year in the Dynasty. You beat League. Uncle Vinny. I beat his ace. No, Damn. Uh, cousin I wouldn't Vinny. say it's Uncle over Vinny, yet. Cousin I got, Vinny. I got a, he's got Eckler, and I have Zach Moss, and I'm up 20. Let's go, Eck. Come on, Eck. I need. I just need a sound game. Give me, give me a ten point performance out of Chase McLaughlin. I don't give a shit. I just need to get this win and get this bread because Dave's got to buy diapers, <laughs> so and food and all that shit. All right, that'll do it for this show. We want to thank everybody for joining us today on the day after Christmas. Tell your friends about us. Let us know how we did in the comments. Obviously, after the show is posted, like the video. That's a big thing. That helps us out dramatically and tremendously. Um, and it, of course, enjoy the rest of this week. We'll be back here on Friday for a lean show. And that's it. For Sturch, Gooch, that's the end of the show, folks. We'll see you guys back here on Friday. Rebuilding. First of all, shout out to you, uh, Sam. I said your team stunk and you wound up like 100 points more than me. <laughs> Same record. God, good for you. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.